Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, people, here we go. It is a Thursday. It is November the 21st. Hell, it is 2019 as the year winds down and we get ready to turkey leg it here over the next couple of weeks. We still got plenty, and I mean plenty, of sports investing to do before 2020 hits. And it begins tonight, in fact, with the start of Week 12 in the NFL season. Division rival will have the Colts as a now three-and-a-half-point dog on the road, taking on the uh, Houston Texans, uh, who will be at home, uh, coming off a loss uh, there. Wasn't uh, a very good look there against the Baltimore Ravens, but they do look to uh, lick their wounds here on a short week and take it to the Indianapolis Colts, who have actually done a pretty good job in this series uh, over the last couple of years. But again, that was Andrew Luck. It's a totally different world. And Indianapolis coming off a win, so that's good. But the battle tonight with the Colts and the Texans, and don't forget a college football game also. We've got North Carolina State taking on Georgia Tech in an ACC toilet uh, bowl, sorry, uh, of sorts, bowl on the uh, line there, but that's kind of what it feels like. Uh, And we also had uh, last night, we had a bunch of NBA games, NBA action, uh, which we'll go over. And uh, I'm excited because we got to look for the very first time of what a Kawhi Leonard, Paul George combination looks like on the court last night in a uh, very, uh, maybe a preview of what could be the NBA championship uh, between the Celtics and the Clippers possible. Uh, That was a lot of fun to watch uh, last night. We'll give you the details there, but I want to start with uh, I want to start with the zips, if I could, just for a minute. Here. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Dane and I, we spent uh, we spent some time here on the show yesterday trying to inform you about the uh, the Akron zips. Uh, and we went uh, all the way back to uh, Wikipedia and we came across the the history of the Akron zips. We didn't know what a zip was. No idea what it meant. Could have meant the hillbillies. Uh, that's what they could have been. The kangaroos. There were so many options for the Akron zips. The bottom line is they were a team that was uh, 0-10 and had already set the record of starting the season, first team ever, to start 0-10. Not 0-10, just in a, but not to cover. They didn't cover a damn game. So uh, Dane and I, as we explained yesterday, um, 31 points. It's a, This is a classic case of don't bet teams, bet numbers. And 31 points, as far as Dane and I were concerned, was just – Way too much. 25, maybe. 23, maybe. 31, yeah, no. no, no, no Three and no, a half no. would have been too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as it turns out, Dane, they almost got the damn win. But more importantly, the lesson we gave you as far as correlating your bet, yeah, that that won too. That won also. And it's a, it's a good lesson uh, for all of you that might be just joining us here via Pluto TV, Channel 517. Uh, this is the kind of stuff we talk about here, Dane, in order to be able to make you a profitable sports investor, make it rain, so to speak. Um, 
Case in point, last night with the Akron Zips. I'm pr- I'm happy. They're still 11. Don't get me wrong. They're still crap. But they covered, Dane. They damn well covered. And that's all that matters, right? Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Degenerates. Let's cock-a-doodle do it. Yeah, the 31-point spread last night was absolutely ridiculous. And the correlation here is really also because, Joe, let's not remind let's remind people, all our Pluto TV listeners and viewers who, you know, maybe didn't hear it yesterday, there was also a total of only 43 points, Joe, right? <clears throat> and so that's the other critical thing, right? Like, how does a team get a 31-point margin with only 43 points scored in the game. All right. The, the, the range of possible outcomes to make both of those things true is very small, Joe. So what we were saying was not only that Akron is probably, you know, worth it with the 31 points. We also said, listen, if you think Miami of Ohio is truly 31 points better than Akron, then you must also bet the total over because Mm -hmm. then you think they're going to beat them by that much. You got to think that many points are going to be scored. And in the same vein, we also said, if you like Akron and you think the 31 points is enough, it's probably going to be an under game as well. And that's exactly what happened, Joe. We told you, if you like whichever side you like, throw the total in as well. We like the Akron plus 31. That meant also the under. Last I checked, 37 less than sign 43 so you could have got some extra bang for your buck there too yeah it's uh it's an important lesson to learn but again it's not a uh it's not nothing is guaranteed there are no locks okay nothing along those lines but the reality is if you make smart sports investing decisions on a daily basis as an investor it's no different than stock markets or anything else if you weigh all the options and you look and you say well this is my best chance of being able to get the right outcome and win then you will, over the long haul, be able to do just that, even if you're looking at the damn zips, okay? And I was looking for the mascot last night, and I couldn't find him on the TV. I even started watching this game with the sound on, and then I realized rather early, Dane, that this game, oh, boy, I'm like, they ain't, they ain't covering this game. It was 3 nothing after the first, and I'm going, right. they, they ain't co- this, it's over. I'm like, we win. We are at, the zips are going to come back here. It was 17-3 at half. I was still confident that Akron was going to be able to pull it out. And sure enough, they come out in the third, open up with a touchdown, and sure. uh, and they were able to hold Akron from there. A- Ohio, by the way, just went with what we thought they were going to do, Dan, is that they once they had the lead, they knew they kind of were winning that game anyway. They weren't risking anything. They ran the ball. They had 238 rushing yards. They weren't going to yeah, throw the ball. Two backs combined yeah. with 36 <laughs> carries for like 215 <laughs> yards between yes. them. And by the way, the one the one pass they did attempt late in the game in the fourth, Akron returned it for a pick six. So oh, there that's it, there that and that's what brought it to twenty to seventeen, and that's how it ended. But again, that's why another important lesson, Dane, have a damn blueprint, man. Like have an understanding of what lay out the game like you think it's gonna go, and then adjust accordingly because that's what live betting is. If you were able yeah. to jump on and get this at halftime, live betting, you could have cleared house yesterday. At any particular point during that stretch, you would have been able to get numbers, Dane, that would have been astronomical that you probably couldn't get anyplace else. And Akron was always in the game, always in that game last night because it played to what we said it would. If it had gone the other way, if it was – we could have cleaned – we could have went in at halftime, Dane, and we could have hedged our bets and we could have said, you know what, not what – this is a totally different animal here. This is not – that's how you profit in sports investing.
that's the thing. What? You know, you, you gotta, the key is though, Joe, you said have a plan and then implement that plan. Correct. Don't just be like, ooh, it's the zips. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> well done, exactly. Have a damn plan, people. And we've got a plan tonight for you. We'll go over it next. Let's make it rain. <laughs> Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Thursday, much to get to here over the next uh, hour and 40 minutes. Welcome in uh, Pluto TV, all 20 million of you tuning in right at the same time right here on Channel 517. You know you are. Of course. He is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri. It is the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. And we've got uh, plenty of games on the board here tonight, including uh, actually a pack night. We've got 36 college basketball games, light card uh, NBA, two games to be, in fact, huge night NHL 13 and a college football game in the ACC with North Carolina State and Georgia Tech. We'll get to those. Plus, we'll dive in like we do on Thursdays here to some of these uh, some of these college lines, some of these uh, matchups that, uh, again, moving big movements going on with some monster games in week 13 of the college football season. But I want to start here, Dane, with uh, it, a couple of things happened last night. And I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, on the first one here where – it's an end of an era. And anytime you get to be an end of an era, Dane, you know, it's you kind of take a step back, you reflect a little bit, you shed a tear, you remember the good days, you know, and then you then you move on. And um, I can't believe it. But the uh, the New York Yankees have said goodbye to the biggest bust in sports, at least Yankee history. I I'm trying to come up with somebody that was actually a bigger fraud bust that made this much money and played so little for an organization where they not only, they finally released Jacoby Ellsbury, but they're still going to pay him $26 million through 2021. $5 million for a buyout. He's still got $21 million coming to him on a seven-year, $153 million contract, in which he might have had 200 at-bats in, uh, in that entire time there. Uh, he is just without – I can't think of a bigger buzz. Uh, Bavona and I were trying to figure out, in New York sports history, I can't come up with a guy that, that was a bigger fraud and a bigger waste than Jacoby Ellsbury. What, can, I, can you come up with it? We couldn't come up with anybody. I mean, it's tough. Um, yeah. <laughs> definitely tough. Do you remember there was a kid – I think his name was Brian Taylor – Joe, yes, there was yes, a kid yes. Yes. who was out like the Tampa. hot shot number one overall draft pick for us. Out of Tampa, that's correct. Yeah. Oh, okay, so maybe you're familiar with this. Yep. Didn't he like have some stuff like his mom was his agent and he broke his hand punching something? 
Yeah, he um, blew his arm. Yeah, he blew his arm out shortly after they gave him a million dollar sign, like the first million dollar go. signing bonus. Yep. There you go. Yep. So that's my submission into this contest of biggest bust because Joe, I remember him. He had huge buzz around him. Scott Brocious, what the hell are you? Scott Brocious, they won a title with Scott Brocious. What are you talking about? I didn't say he oh, sucked after Brian he got the contract. Now nah, Venmo Brian doesn't know what he's talking he about. Sucked. Scott Brocious yeah, never. Just... Scott Brocious was a role player. Yeah, and and hey, a very good good. one at that. <laughs> sure, yeah, 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 and yeah. he delivered right a home run, right. a home run. I, I know of a, a specific home run against the Arizona Diamondbacks and exactly. Young Young Kim that makes yep. me never hate Scott. 1998 Brooks. World yeah. Series MVP in the ninth yeah. spot in that lineup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brooks, that's that's not my answer. <laughs> no, no, I know. Joe asked just, me, I, not Venmo Brian. Yeah, when Venmo uh, said it, I was like, I, you got to be kidding me, bro. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that one, though? Brian Taylor, Joe, remember him? He was. But he didn't he make never, as much money. Ellsbury was like no. 150 million. No, but he was supposed to change the world. That uh, right. Yankees, they, they couldn't wait to get him, and uh, they gave him a million bucks, and everybody wanted him. And then the one week afterwards, he blew his arm out, and that was the end of it. Um, you're oh, right. I got I you. Mean, that, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh oh. Uh oh. I got you, Jeff. Go ahead. Go go. Hideki Arabu. Oh, good call. How much money was that? I don't know. He made some money, though. He, he made some money. Because remember, the money. Japanese guys that come on over, yes. right? Yes, yes, Maybe yes. there's an answer. Maybe even like a Daisuke Matsuzaka. Remember that? Like, these guys come yeah. over. It's an international answer. Because these guys come it's over gotta with be. huge right. fanfare, yeah. right? Matsui? There's, no, Matsui delivered, though. Matsui, listen, no, not, I, no, I, no. I, never, I got nothing wrong to say with no, Hideki no, Matsui. Not Matsui. That, <laughs> no, 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 But that would be my answer. It's got to be no. an international. Oh, Kaz Matsui. Yeah, oh, Kaz, Kaz Matsui. Yes. All right. Did he have as much fanfare? I don't know. I think Arabu came over, and people yeah. thought that he was going to be, like, you know, amazing. Um, and So Hideki Arabu, Joe. And then, you know, he became like the fat toad, remember? remember that? Uh, that yeah. commentary. Or maybe um, Pablo. That. How about Pablo Sandoval? There's another guy. Remember, he, he got all of that money with San Francisco or, or the yeah. – was it the Red Sox that paid him? And then he, then he couldn't originally keep his belt Originally with the Giants. On? I think originally he was with the Giants. Because he had the MV. They went to the World Series. World he Series. Had, he that was, was like the 2012 one, I think. Right. And then the Red Sox gave him all that money, and then he couldn't play because yeah. like, he couldn't see his feet. So that, yeah, I think that yeah, was yeah. the right. He blew up like a tick. Yeah, but I would, I, I would think it's got to be one of these international dudes because they come over with such hype and such fanfare. I'll they go do. with Hideki Arabu, Brian Taylor. And, I mean – He's delivered on some level, but is now injured all the time also. Do you remember, Joe, when Ioannis Cespedes came out? He had, like, this video. Another he guy. had this scouting video. Do you remember this, Joe? Yep. And it yep. was like him. It was like him at the barbecue grilling up a pig or something yep. like that. Yep. Cespedes came with huge fanfare as well. Now, he's had some blips, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy, much like Ellsbury. He got paid. He even got another contract. Mets fans know about this. And it's always been like, uh-oh, if Cespedes is healthy for a full year, and they would be a great lineup. Imagine Alonzo now and Cespedes there, but he's never yep. been healthy. So Cespedes, I think, could be in there as well. He, uh, yeah, it was just a terrible, terrible signing on on so many levels. They yeah. they thought he was going to be the next Johnny Damon, and yeah, the, you know, you can't hit uh, lightning doesn't strike twice in the same spot. I mean, you, you lucked out with Damon going from Boston to New York to begin with. Ellsbury was never going to be that guy, and the writing was on the wall even in that 2011 season where he was the runner-up for the MVP. 
Yeah, guys, he would go stretches, and even in that year, we're like, what happened to him? Oh, he, he hurt his elbow. He, he dove for a ball. He's out for a month. Like, what in the – I've never seen anything like it to the point where you were paying a dude 20-some-odd million dollars a year. We couldn't even get an answer from Cashman over the last couple of years as to where the hell he was. Like, where is he? What is he doing? Like, he yeah. honestly – I don't I think he was just hanging out home collecting the yeah. – I think even Cashman was like, do us a favor. Like, don't – like. Stay off social media. Like, don't even, you know, we'll, we'll we'll just suck it up. We'll pay you. And we've got to, we don't want you to, uh, people asking questions as to where the hell. Do, and it's so funny because the local media just got tired of asking about him. They're like, all right, you know, I guess, I guess he's not around anymore, but we're going to pay him I mean, $26 million to Yankee go away. Could have forgotten yeah. about him. Like, I know exactly. real Yankees. They were like, oh, yeah. Ellsbury. So true. Like when you're thinking about like, oh, the, who's going to be on the roster next year? And you're thinking about it. And we're talking about guys like Mike Taukman, you know, yeah. but it's like, oh, yeah, Ellsbury. That's right. Is he still around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got to be, I mean, up there with one of the all time worst baseball contracts ever given. And and Venmo Brian, oh. look, what is Pablo Sandoval making? Find out how much the Red Sox gave him in 2013. Because I, I can't wait to see at least because he went back to San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken, yes, at some point. He did. Right. San so, Fran, Boston to San Fran, I think. Yeah. yeah. They actually said, I mean, when when the team is benching you because you're too fat and they're paying you two hundred million dollars, that's that's got to be up in the conversation as well. <laughs> I will say this, though, Joe, and maybe Venmo Bryan and some of the guys in the pit may be too young to real. I remember this one, but there is no worse, crazier contract than the Bobby Bonilla deal. Which, by the well, way, is still going on for, what, right. like another 15 years? But that wasn't because he was – I mean, listen, Bobby Bonilla was a, is a dude that he he balled. I mean, it wasn't like he didn't. The problem was they gave him so much money at the time that they were just right. like, we're going to stretch it over 50 years. So, like, yeah, you're going to get a – fine if the Madoff thing didn't happen because they right, were making exactly, more in exactly. of Madoff. They exactly. thought that spreading it yep. out would have been fine because it would have been no liability. But it's right. hysterical. And, Joe, yeah. we have to continue to call July 1st now Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, absolutely. And he's not the only one. I think guys like Pujols, I think that's that's kind of what his deal is, too. He's another guy that's going to receive checks. Like a lot of these guys with yeah. these 100, 200, 300 million dollar deals now, they're going to get paid till they're 60. I mean, nobody's yeah. coming up with that much money, right? I mean, that's kind of the deal, which is I don't think any of them will argue. You think Bobby Bo every July 1st gets that million dollar check is like, wow, I really wish I would have had it all oh, at once. Like, if I hit the scratch off lotto, Joe. I'm not yes. taking the lump sum payment. Oh, hell no. I'm taking no. the annuity over 20 years. Yes. Give it to me because I want to spend the next year burning right through it. Thank you very much. Oh, damn. Unbelievable. I'll put it in all with Houston like Mattress Mac. All right. We had another first last night in the NBA. We'll let you hear it. We'll talk about it. Coming up. The Grid. Sports Grid. <laughs> Get on the Grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. All right, guys. 
guys want to invite you, of course, to find us on YouTube. It's pretty simple to do. All you do is, uh, is you subscribe. It's the Sports Grid Network. You'll have all the fantasy and sports wagering information you need to make it a profitable end of the year. And, of course, moving forward in 2020. Plus, highlights always available on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. And we told you, plenty of action going on here tonight in the world of sports. And might be time for you to get in the game. Easy to do. DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're watching and uh, listening to this show right now, you guys can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, here's how it works. You create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit. You place your first bet. And boom, DraftKings, they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer is eligible. For all users, but new users, you guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. Now go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That is sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. Sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. A below-average three-point shooter. There's Yeah, that was the uh, that was the scene last night. Wells Fargo Center, Philadelphia. The New York Knicks came to uh, Philly, tried to take down the uh, Sixers. And no, no, they didn't take them down. They ended up losing. But that wasn't the big story. The big story was a dude that just got paid $170 million max extension last year who has played close to 180 games in the NBA as a guard. <clears throat> um, Thank you. Finally. Thank you. Hit a three-point shot, and you'd have thought he just dropped point number 85 last night in that game. At least that's what it sounded like. And I think it's great, Dan, because the the you could hear, because we see this all the time, right? People throw three-pointers up in an NBA game like it's like candy to them, right? Yep. You never hear the audience with, you know, <gasps> like, like <laughs> ever. Ever. There were actually two waves of applause here. Number one, that he had the balls to actually chuck it up from three. And then when it went in, quite the announcer gives you the announcer almost fell over. A low average three point shooter. There's Simmons. Yes! He did it! Ben he did it! Holy mackerel. The man hit a 20 no, foot No, 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 we're not going to leave him alone. No, no, you gave the dude $170 million. He runs point for your damn team, all right? The fact that he hit one three-pointer, why would we leave him alone, Dane? Why would we leave him alone? I mean, congratulations. You sure. know, you, you let the toothpaste out of the tube here, brother. You can't put that back in, but wow i mean if he never shoots another three he'll have the all-time record best uh three-point percentage i think ever right in the nba well i mean Sad. he's attempted other ones this was his first made three-pointer made, yeah but this his year percentage his is not a hundred percent he's attempted others i believe no this year that's it it's his first one that's it all right then he, yeah all right fine whatever let yeah. him stick to it it's all good yeah. here's the thing yeah. though you're right. I like. I went to Cuse, right, and and there was a thing like when they score 85 points, everybody gets like Taco Bell, <laughs> you, you know. And sometimes late in the game, you know, they'd be winning by 30 points, but everybody would still be in it, knowing that that threshold was crossed. And then you'd hear the big cheer in a meaningless game, and be like, "What was that about?" And be like, "Oh, 
they just got tacos. You know, and that's what this kind of sounded like when they went off for no absolute reason. Listen, he's a guard. He should be able to hit some threes, okay? I wanted to juxtapose this against about a week ago. Joe, Carl Anthony Towns hit seven three-pointers in a game a few weeks ago. By the way, Carl Anthony Towns is a seven-footer, okay? Like, that should be a little bit more lauded than a guard actually doing it. And we talk about this, but, like, Luka Doncic is almost averaging a triple-double at 6'7 as a small forward. Like, that's something to talk about. You know, uh, Harden is averaging like 39 a game. That's something to talk about. LeBron is leading the league in assists at over 11 a game. That's something to be appreciated and talked about. Giannis is putting up even better numbers than last year. That's something to believe in and appreciate. Listen, this Ben Simmons thing is like, you know, kind of a silly story. And I think part of why we can see the narrative with the 76ers is about these kinds of things, right? Simmons development, OMB, either punching people or being silly on social media. I'm not going to go as far as saying like the Browns or you guys were talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs, but the Sixers are one of those teams where it's about more than what just happens on the court. And uh, that ultimately can come back to bite them in the butt. <laughs> the, uh, the fans celebrating a three-point shot on a Wednesday night, game yep. seven of the season. Yeah, Philadelphia, everything's going well for you. Don't you worry about it. Uh, that's all going good. It's the little things, I guess, man. But I can tell you this, 0 for 17 for his career. He is now 1 for 1 in 2019 and 20. And more importantly, if you had will. Will Ben Simmons hit a three-pointer in the prop world? You had it at plus 1,400 last night. Cha-ching, baby! Cha-ching! What are you doing? Cha next game. <laughs> That's right. Cha-ching. Him making, the odds of him making just one three-pointer last night in that game were 14-1, to 1, and I don't think anybody bet it. So congratulations if you did, uh, but that is, uh, I'm wondering what the odds will be his next game if he has a, right. uh, a shot at doing it. Uh, ridiculous. But you did mention also, it should be noted, and I know they say uh, tanking doesn't happen in the NBA. Just ask the Sixers, right? It, uh, tanking doesn't happen. Right. But if there is ever a team that needs to tank for the remainder of the, what have we played, six games, seven games? So, yeah, for the remainder, eight, you know, uh, 77, 76 Never games. Is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Golden State Warriors yep. need to make sure they do not win another game for the rest of Fair the enough. year, and we'll all be okay for it because Luka Doncic last night simply almost outscored the entire Golden State Warriors team in one half. He went into the halftime with 33 points, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 33, and Golden State had a total of 38. He, in fact, had 33, 10 of 11. He was 6 of 7 from 3. Oh, yeah, 5 boards, 6 assists in one half. And he almost outscored the entire Golden State Warriors team. They couldn't find people. They were trying to go into the stands to get people to play the final uh, quarter there in the fourth. Like, there was nothing else Rick Carlisle could do. Like, there was nobody, you know, even the ball guys, like, you know, the trainer, you guys want to go out and play? Because it was, it was ridiculous what that was last night. And I'm sorry. Even Steve Carlos after the game was like, you know what? We're not going to watch the tape. We're just going to burn it and move on. Well, you know what? Burn the whole damn season. It's not a problem. It's okay. 
I, nobody, nobody, and I mean nobody, will hold it against you, Steve Kerr, if you purposely go out there and only score 60 points a game for the rest of the year and lose every one of them. Because um, it ain't going to get any better. There is no point in bringing any of the big three back. Just go in there, get the youth, tank Dane, and you will be better for it when it's all said and done. Yeah, I mean, listen, Draymond banged up. Curry going to be gone for a while. Clay still recovering from the knee. You know, mm. what do you have left? D'Angelo Russell? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I'm reminded, I mean, Joe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm reminded, Joe. Do you remember there was one year back in the day, mid-90s, where David Robinson got hurt, and the Spurs were so bad in that one season, they got Tim Duncan at the top of the draft, and then with a returning David Robinson, it set that franchise up to have these Twin Towers for decades, right? Imagine, yep. imagine, Joe, if the Warriors wind up with a, a Cole Anthony, some of these guys, the, the kid from Memphis, Wiseman, who I guess, by the way, did get suspended for 12 games, right? If they mm -hmm. get a, another true stud that they can add, and then next year, you have Clay and Steph and Draymond. That's a way to reload. Yeah, uh, you think? Yeah, I think. Yep, I, I'm telling you, man, I got no I got no problem with it. I know people right. say, oh, it's, there's no guarantee. It's only pink. I, I get it, but there is absolutely nothing 13, good Joe. that can come out from you. You can't bring – bringing Clay back to me is now out of the question. There's no reason to bring him back. No Let him spend a year re good to go. Uh, Steph, if I – all right, you come back, you play a couple of games, but then again, pull something else and just sit down. And Draymond, you know, if you'd never play a game uh, for the rest of the year because your thumb hurts, I'm good with that too, man. I, I really am. This is such a downfall, Dane. I can't remember the the worst to for the the first to worst in such a more dramatic fashion. New arena, new everything. A team that had the NBA by the short ones for the last five yeah. is. They're the laughing stock. I, I can't. It's beyond me what the, the, the law. I don't know if it's unlocked. Maybe it's some people say it's karma. It's sad because I think the NBA is better if they're a part of it and they're a part of the discussion. But they're not. They're not even close at this point. No. But then again, I mean, Joe, the team, the Warriors that entered last year's playoffs, right, had four, four. Mm -hmm. uh, Hall of Famers, or at least borderline Hall of Famers on it, that are not dressing for the Warriors right now. Okay, mm -hmm. so I mean, you take four Hall of Famers, or I understand maybe you don't consider one or two of them, but you know what I'm talking about here. You take them off a roster, you know, you take you do that to anybody, there's going to be an impact, absolutely. But, you know, the cycle always continues to turn, right? And that's okay. One note I will say about the idea of tanking and resting these guys for next year, um, Joe, Steph Curry has already committed to playing Team USA basketball. Remember, next summer is the Olympics. Yeah, okay? it is. Next summer is the Olympics. And remember how Team USA hasn't done so great recently. It was big news when Steph Curry set out, came out and said, I'm 100% playing in the Olympics for Team mm -hmm. USA. So all these recoveries and rehabs, hope none of them get uh, have that horrible Paul George kind of injury mm -hmm. to Team USA. Yeah, well, that's uh, well. You might as well play some competitive basketball this year because yes. you won't do it in Golden State, that's for sure. My word. We'll touch base on the uh, Clippers last night and the Boston Celtics, a possible preview to the NBA championship. Tell you how that worked out coming up here on the Grid, SportsGrid.com.
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. In the uh, in the NBA last night, a uh, bunch of a uh, bunch of very interesting matchups. You're still early on in the season here, but a couple of things we know to be true. Some early takeaways is that a load management is not going anywhere, folks. Uh, so get used to it. That's number one, especially for teams that will be contending. Uh, and uh, and number two that. The removal of Kyrie Irving from a uh, pretty talented young Boston Celtics franchise mm-hmm. and locker room has uh, has paved the way for this team to really and guys like Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart and others to really yep. shine. And it could very well end up being the uh, uh, Danny Ainge could go from total goat to hero here for bringing in maybe the perfect complement of what these young guys needed in uh in Kemba Walker the uh the perfect teammate the perfect locker room guy and and we say it all the time guys especially in the NBA man it's 11 dudes you got a they're confined they are with each other all the damn time man if uh, if it starts to go hard left it, it's a hard train to stop rolling downhill and when you get lunatics like you know flat earther uh, Kyrie Irving who make it all about him uh, it could be a problem. And you look at what the Celtics have done this year. Hell, it's they've gone almost uh, the entire season without losing a damn game. I mean, it was they had a stretch here heading out into a West Coast swing. They played a couple of days ago in Sacramento. They lost that game, but that was the first loss. And they uh, they had rattled off nine wins in a row. They have just been unbeatable. And the way they're playing has been fantastic. Again, all the things that we knew the Celtics had from a talent standpoint, we re- have been unleashed here. Good stuff, Brad Stevens putting it all together. But the big test, of course, was going to be last night, Clippers. And a lot of people think, and I don't know what exactly what the uh, what the odds are right now, Dane, for a title. I'm wondering what the Celtics and Clippers are, because that might have been right. a preview last night. And if it is, guys, it delivered. And we didn't know if Kawhi Leonard was going to play last night. For all day, he was listed as questionable. Nobody really knew. We still hadn't seen Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the court together. and But yet the Clippers with Paul George, have, uh, you know, they've managed to win some games. It's been a week since Kawhi played. So they get out into this game last night. And, of course, Kawhi Leonard at the very end. Smart will inbound. Walker, shot blocked. Kawhi Leonard blocks it. And the Clippers hang on and win an OT. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. You know, he figures out ways to win game, which is why he's the MVP. And in all likelihood, he'll add one more ring to uh, to the ones he has already. Uh, but the Celtics battled uh, them last night, big time. And the Celtics weren't having, their young stars were not having. Gemba Walker, Marcus Smart, they weren't. In fact, if it wasn't for Jason Tatum going shot for shot with Kawhi and uh, Paul George. Right. 
this would have never made it to uh, overtime, and it wouldn't have been as close. They were seven-point dogs. The total, and this is the interesting part too, guys, keep this in mind. The total was 217. It went to overtime. It still hit the under. But you could see this team is really starting to come into their own. And what we thought might have been an un... Oh, boy, Paul, here they go. Super team with the Clippers, and they got depth. Well, you know what? This Celtics team, without a Gordon Hayward, without a great shooting night from its star players, you know, they had a guy, too, that they could rely. If they keep doing that, as much as I love Toronto, and I think they're, you know, they'll be there in the discussion in the end. Man, Boston, uh, even in a loss, Boston looks pretty damn good. And uh, Kawhi and Paul, they are what they are, guys. You're going to have to go through them in the West one way or the other. Yeah, we know about Kawhi and PG-13 out there. And if they're finally on the court together. So yeah, that's right. good for them out West. And they get a W. They're 10-5 and five on the season. But you're right about Boston, Joe. You know, one guy that I would also throw in there is Jalen Brown, another mm-hmm. one of these young kids that kind of, you know, didn't get the chance to prosper or flower or develop with um, Kyrie there and them force-feeding Gordon Hayward's return last season. And they didn't even have a great game yesterday. You mentioned it, Kemba, only 4 of 17 from the field. Jalen Brown, only 3 of 14 from the field. Jason Tatum really carrying the mail for the Celtics as an emerging star. But you're right, they are playing differently. Kemba's getting everyone involved. 26 assists on 41 field goals is a representation of that. You know what I thought about when you started saying it, and and I think you're right, leading with Kyrie, Kyrie uh, not Mm. being there and Danny Ainge. You know what's interesting, Joe, is a couple of days ago, we had a very similar conversation about the damn Lakers. How, like, they're just humming along and we're not hearing as much as usual out of Laker camp. And what do you know? They're winning. And, like, we're not hearing as much in Boston right now. There's no Kyrie, none of the flat earth talk, all that stuff. But they're just humming along. They're young you know, stars are given a chance to develop. And this is still without Gordon Hayward to the idea of if this is a finals preview or not, uh, Vegas uh, and FanDuel, they don't think so necessarily, Joe. The Clippers are, in fact, the favorites to win the West. And I believe, yes, and they're the favorites to win the NBA championship right now. So that part of the equation is correct. But Joe, if you like the Celtics in the East, and you should seriously consider this. Right now, they are the third choice, Joe, to win the East. They are 7-1 to one to win the East behind Milwaukee and Philadelphia. And where is Toronto in that, just out of Toronto's curiosity? Toronto's behind them. So the Bucks are the favorite at, in essence, at 3-2. Uh, to two. Okay, 3-2 to two to win the East at, at plus 150. Uh, the Sixers are next at 2-1. to one plus 200, mm. plus 220, then a big gap, Joe. So the, the books see it as Milwaukee, Philly, and then everybody else because then it falls to Boston at 7-1, to one, and Toronto, Gabe is going to have a conniption, Toronto at 12-1 to one to win the East, uh, and then it falls back even more, Brooklyn being the next choice. Yeah, I think there is uh, some serious value there, and I, I mean it's value uh, Boston, what, yeah, seven to one. I, I really do because if you guys, um, if you haven't had a chance to watch them yet, we know the Clippers and the NBA is a stars league. We know this, guys. You're going to need more from your stars. I think Milwaukee, having seen what I've seen so far, is they've got one star, but they've got a whole lot of question marks on that team. They've got some depth. Uh, I think they're way overvalued, and I think having Giannis obviously is huge, but we've seen him be neutralized in the playoffs. And the Sixers, when you're celebrating a dude 
who's getting $170 million simply for making a three-point shot. I um, I have my doubts, but I do like uh, I do like the Celtics. I do like the experience and the toughness behind Toronto thus far. And the Lakers, I'm, it's interesting, even with the Lakers start, they're still, I'm, I'm assuming they're second in the West, but they're still behind the Clippers, huh? Yes. Uh, yes, on both counts. They are, but it's not that close. It's not, it's it's pretty close, Joe. Uh, your close. Clippers okay. to win the West are just straight two to one at plus 200. Lakers are plus 240. Um, wow. And in... And then your next choice at about five to one would be the Rockets. They're at plus four eighty. And uh, don't look now, but Westbrook and Harden, uh, it's going just fine for the two of them. You know, mm. Westbrook is all about hyping up uh, Harden. Harden scoring thirty nine a game, and they are, you know, what are they, Joe? They've got over ten wins already, also. So well, you know, yeah, it's, I, it's not imploding like four. we thought. Yep, yeah, they're eleven and four, and they they completely threw up on themselves last night in uh, in Denver. Still, um, but the, you know, to to that point, listen, they have won, but Houston is always going to be measured by what happens in April. I, we yeah. know they're going to win a million games, guys. They're going to outscore. They're going to be fun to watch. But you know, when you ha- especially for both of those guys, I can't think of two more guys that have thrown up on themselves come playoff time than these two guys never being able to get over the hump. And there are still, you know, there are still some faults here with this team. And last night was a prime example of what can happen when a team like Denver, long, young, athletic, length, held them to under 100 points, all right? And with Harden's dropping 40 all over the place, right? Triple dot. Yeah, well, you know, all of a sudden on the road, Denver showed them exactly. They out-hustled them. They out-shot them. They out-rebounded them. Yeah, there is, um, it's not, it's good because they are, they're scoring, and as long as they keep winning, they'll be fine. They're going to win 50 games. You know, guys, right. I mean, we know this. Are they going to be a number one or two seed? I doubt it still, right? I still think they're going to be a three or four seed in the West, and that's, that's when fair. they're going to be tested. That's going to be what do we get from Westbrook and Harden because I also think, Dane, what we saw last year was maybe a little tired legs. All those triple doubles every uh, every night during the year. I mean, all of a sudden those shots are not falling in. And Harden, where would he Westbrook go? Westbrook has never been a load manager. These guys, Westbrook or Harden, right? They've never been yep. load management kind of guys. Yep, yep. Maybe and they, they maybe the they uh, look at what's going on around the league and is like, you yep. know what? We've done everything we need to individually. Everyone knows that we can do it. Like maybe we need to get on this other plan, whether that plan is the right load management, whether that plan is the share of the ball, whether that mm-hmm. plan is whatever. And I hear you, Joe, you're right. All I'm saying is in those Western conference semifinals, you know what yes. we're talking about horses for the Kentucky Derby, and then they will still be around. Okay. Yes. And against whoever they're playing, the Lakers, the jazz, the Clippers, the, yes. the nuggets, whatever they'll be live in any game because of those two. And the the biggest problem with Houston, which is what some teams are, you know, they're going to, as the season progresses, is their depth. You know, they are very good with Capella and Westbrook and Harden. You throw it, but they don't have a bench. And we know, Dane, we've seen it year after year. It gets to that time where it's tough, man. It is tough, and it's a grind in that play. It's like a whole nether season there in the playoffs. And when you don't have it, 
no Gerald Green for the broken foot, right? This was a guy that was supposed to add yeah. some death. And Eric Gordon's now gone at least uh, a month and a half, almost two months. He had knee surgery. So they don't have, in fact, they will go out there and make a move in February, though. You know what I mean? They're going to have to. He yeah. And by the way, anybody here from Daryl Morin? Any, anybody? Uh, no, anybody see? Dar- no, no, nothing. Nothing. No. Gone, huh? Nobody's heard a word. I haven't seen anything on Twitter. Nothing along those lines, huh? Uh, they have the worst bench scoring average in the league, uh, that being the Houston Rockets. I do think so. they'll make – and these kinds of guys, and I don't mean to disparage them, but right, these right. kind of like – you know, Enos Cantor gets moved. Brooke Lopez gets moved. These kinds of guys are available – you know, right. on non-contending teams, I do believe they'll be able to find, you know, a, a rim protector, rebounder type if that's what they need. Yes, yes. Um, one of the other stories, uh, too, uh, in the NBA guys early on, and it's quietly happening, and I think it goes to say an awful lot about Philadelphia and maybe Minnesota. Have you oh, seen what fine. Jimmy Butler's doing down here, my man? Have you have you seen what uh, Jimmy Butler's doing with a bunch of uh, bunch of young guys and Tyler Hero and they got a kid Kendrick Dunn rookie Myers Leonard oh, you know guys they went into halftime last night winning seventy five to thirty eight over Cleveland all right they they are talk about shooters guys this team has got some of the you got Dragic coming off of the bench right you got Tyler Hero coming off of the bench. And yep. these guys are hitting bombs left in. It's amazing to me. They are leading the league from deep. They're shooting 62% from three-point range, Dane. 62%. And nobody is saying, and I can tell you because I'm right here, there is no drama. There is no nothing. There is no Jimmy Butler this near. For a guy that was labeled so selfish and made it all about him, he is anything but down here, man. Like, he is He's I'm actually like being – It's. It's amazing to me. I, I now, granted, they've been winning, but they've been winning because Jimmy Butler, instead of being this is my team, me, 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 I, 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 which has really been what we've seen from him. I think he. I think they're going to miss him in Philadelphia greatly, and I think he's been very underrated. And even through this, Dane, anybody talking about what Jimmy Butler's done here in Miami? Because this team is pretty damn good, and they can drop 140 on you in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. That's what's happening. They're they're six and oh down there in Miami. By the way, was that arena ever renamed because of all the uh, with the bids yeah. that were there? Some of them, yeah. but they well, I know the porn it. team wanted it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bank so, Brothers made an offer, I'm just saying. But <laughs> like listen, they they're good, but are they a regular season? I kind of think they're a regular season kind of team, though. But it's do they have the stars? You still need a star besides the Will emerge well, they played a lot of bad defensive teams, but can you maintain that shooting? Time will tell. I don't know. You're going to win some games. Yep. What's their over-under win total? Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. One of the 
other uh, things I'm hearing, Dane, too, is uh, early MVP, uh, MVP in the NBA a uh, month into it, that uh, yeah. the Los Angeles area could have four of the top five MVPs in the league. In fact, that uh, there's a pretty good shot. It, it's coming from L.A. when you look at Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, Anthony Davis, been putting up ridiculous numbers. Uh, now, of course, what Doncic and, and Giannis are doing is is also up there. James Harden probably in the mix. But I do think there's a good shot that the MVP is probably coming from L.A. with those four guys. And could it very well be the first time we've seen, I don't know, uh, four out of the top five coming from one city? And what that's crazy from two teams. Who do you think they are, Joe? Because I don't know. I mean, LeBron, well, I, well, Kawhi. Kawhi for sure, right? We know Kawhi's always going to be in the, in the yeah, mix, sure. right? Yeah, sure. AD, I'll give you. And LeBron, for sure, yeah. right? So you've got and them. What, and then Paul George? And, and then you got to go Paul George. Absolutely. If he's, you know, because when Kawhi's not there, he's going to shoot 38 points. Sure. So could they not? So I don't know about four of the five because Giannis will be in there, right? Yes. And then honestly, Joe, I... How is Luka Doncic at this point not a top five MVP pick? I, I would have Luka numbers? Doncic that's, in over so that's like my point, though. What is the, the worst of those four? Of Luka? And what are his numbers right now? Because I got to think LeBron and Kawhi are still the favorite, right? I mean, yeah, they've oh, got in it. terms of yeah, but I don't think I think it's a stretch to go down to Paul George though. That's what I would say. Okay, so let's see. Here are the top. Here are them right now. Okay. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. No, Joe. It would be. Wow, it's surprising. Um, in the top five right now, you have the two okay. Lakers, but not even Kawhi. Not even really? Kawhi. Yeah. Kawhi's not so even in right it, now, really? Yeah, right now, Giannis is the favorite. Okay. Then Harden. Okay, then Harden, and Harden's going to be there also. Right. Uh, then LeBron and AD, and Luka is the fifth choice right the now. the fifth. Okay, yes. interesting. It what goes the all the way. Uh, Giannis plus two to one, Harden four to one, LeBron five to one, AD six to one, Luka nine to one, and then before you get to these other guys we were mentioning, so both the Lakers are in there, neither are the Clippers, and wow. then you still have Embiid at twenty to one before you hit Kawhi at twenty two. Twenty two to one, Kawhi is. Wow. Wow. Well, futures betting here, people. Little futures betting. Hour two coming up. We'll dive into the games tonight. Let's make it rain.